Hold on, guys. Issues. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. We are here. Okay, we got issues. This is so not my day. It's just not my day. All right, guys, that was crazy, wasn't it? I apologize for that. Um, <laughs> it has been one of those days. So the startup for the show got cut off because I lost my camera. I had to log back in. Let me get adjusted here. Murphy's Law is kicked in at California Haunts today, I'll tell you. Okay. So we're here. We made it. <laughs> technical, technical issues. Lots of technical issues tonight. Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? At least we're only two minutes ahead of schedule. My name is Charlotte, and I'm going to be your host tonight. I'm almost supposed to be your host tonight. Oh, my gosh. I almost wasn't your host tonight. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. Uh, I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are uh, 45 strong up and down the state. Uh, if you have a paranormal need, we can get to you in any any way, shape, direction, whatever, and uh, get out and talk to you. But the important thing to remember uh, with our team is that we are very thorough and uh, meticulous with what we do, and we want to make sure that we're providing the best service possible. We're not one of these teams that's going to come out and just, um, you know, tell you you have a ghost just to say that for the excitement of it all. Or go screaming out when something moves. Anyway, I want to welcome you all here. Um, sorry about the link messed up today. The Murphy's Law kicked in. Whoever, you know, whoever this Murphy dude was, he can go away now. It's how the days, man. And then, like I said, as we powered up, the camera went out. And then my USB went, so the camera wasn't working. And yada, 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 yada. It happens, you know. Glitchy, glitchy, glitchy today. Anyway, we got a great show for you tonight. Uh, it's Friday. Nancy Matz is on with us. I think she's over there somewhere. She's there somewhere. She's not there in the green room yet. Uh, so Nancy Matz is with us. We're going to be talking about, you know, uh, kind of like the experience I had when I was on the freeway. We're going to be talking about stuff like that. So uh, that would be an interesting evening. And I uh, forgot to ask how everybody's doing. I'm just trying to get my head on straight with all this. Okay. Looks like things are going to stay on. <sighs> and the day was going really well today. Cleaned my house, did things I had to do, and errands, and Everything was just going swimmingly, and then there it went, you know. That's how it is. You know, like my dad used to have a saying. He said, he would say that there I was flying along, and then that was it. You know, and that's how, this is how this has been the last probably 20 minutes before the show started. Totally. Okay, Nancy is in the house, and I'm going to call her in. And, uh, all right. <laughs> I love the ghost. <laughs> Aren't you so clever? I did you. So everybody was getting my coffee. I uh, came in here and changed everything around. And I looked and then went, oh, ooh. <laughs> At least something worked tonight, right? Well, I almost forgot it. Duh, here I it is. I missed it because not only did we have the first issue, then when I finally got the show started, the show started weird. We're two, uh, was two minutes early because all of a sudden my uh, USB stopped working. So I had to reset everything. Oh. So we lost two minutes on, on the intro. <laughs> so here I am. At least the ghost. Oh. At least my little I give you all my sympathy uh, because there isn't anybody who's been in this business. I think the first couple of shows I did, 
unfortunately now can you hear me okay yes can you hear me char i can hear you now yeah okay uh <laughs> and these well i found that when i use the uh speaker here this yeah. one like here we had sometimes a feedback right yeah so i i spent the big ducks big dollars on these that were advertised as the ones to get and it's really they're really better um the first few shows I've I did for Meetup, <laughs> I don't even want to say what I did. I was so embarrassed, and I also got on the air by mistake and then lost the show. So um, I'm looking up some of my notes for tonight. This, this is, is long radio. That's what it's about. <laughs> also, now I forgot to tell you guys. After all this, perish forbid. If you're watching from Facebook and you like what you see and you want to follow. Please click that follow button. Heaven forbid you would want to follow. Heaven <laughs> forbid. Now, especially YouTube. If you're watching from YouTube, now, you know that little ghost guy I'm talking about, you guys on YouTube? He's right above our heads right now. That's our that's our, that's our, oh. our Sherlock ghost. That's, that's I was going to say, uh, next Friday is October. I am going to look mm -hmm. for all my Halloween shirts. You know, you can only see the top casual Friday. I, I didn't right. even have time to put the other shirt on. I had a call come in and got hung up at 15 after six. <laughs> it was right after you called me and I'm going, oh, let's put a little pressure on here. And she's a lovely lady. I wanted to talk to her, but you know, when someone doesn't talk to you for a while, you don't want to hang up right away. Right. Um, so uh, lovely, lovely. This is the, oh, this, I have so many stories, everybody. I don't have enough time in my life and struggling with this earpiece is going to get me. So electronics is the only thing I will throw out the window. If, if something doesn't work, it's gone. <laughs> so I that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know, Tomorrow. It's just like this USB thing. If it gives me any more trouble, see ya. You, you know, I, everybody, I did move. I'm now where my husband lives in the Oroville area. And so I was up there um, over two years. Right. And I brought down what I could. And then one day I made a trip down here before we actually sold the house. And I lived on top of a mountain, on a mountain, black uh, Black Mountain, Hornbrook, California. You want to look it up. I was not at the top, but you know how the mountain people, right. uh, people build the houses and everything. So I, I finally sold it. I came down here and now one day I was looking around and went, oh, <laughs> I still have a house up there to move down here. I went, oh no. You know, like I got settled again. I didn't know if I was ever going to move. And we do that, you know. So Larry was down for two years. And so when a husband's by himself, he goes, Ooh, now she's got to come down. <laughs> I told him one day, I says, I really apologize for moving, but I really wanted to live here. <laughs> Disrupted his world. Oh, shoot. We had a good laugh over it and it was okay, you know, but human beings are human beings. Um, one of the reasons I picked this is one one show, and I, I can't remember if it was my show with Char or it was, this one is going to drive me insane. It was a show uh, that Char did with me or with another of her guests when she talked about a slippage in time. Mm -hmm. And we've all experienced that. But I'm going to remind you of a few things and bring up some movies. I've been doing this uh, 32 years. <laughs> oh. When I was working with a telephone company, I believe that some of the things I had uh, experience. I, I did work 24 years with telephone company. And in those years, this ability 
surfaced very, very strong. And 84, uh, one of my dear friends, I love her to death, she lives in Auburn. Uh, we lived, we worked at 11795 Education Street right in front of Auburn Faith Hospital. And this, two things that happened. So one day, um, it was the early 80s, um, I had this dreadful feeling of, of one of my children. And I figured it was, I figured it out it was my daughter. And I was telling everybody, I had this terrible, terrible, something's happening, something's happening. Unbeknownst to me, she had gotten a bad accident in Newcastle. And instead of taking her to Kaiser and Roseville, they took her to Auburn Faith Hospital. And I was sitting there and they said, your daughter's here at the hospital. And everybody went, <gasps> and, and it was not easy. It was um, like break your arm, rip your, your body apart kind of a thing. She had lots of injuries and she didn't stay in the hospital. Oh, well, she did, but it wasn't like life threatening, but big gashes here and there, broken arm, um, pretty tough. And, uh, but I could feel her, but I also believe that slippage happens. So if she were to put her life force to me, I would also go back to her. And what that means is, is I'm not my body. Mm -hmm. Remember that when I'm talking about other things, because once we're out of our body, you don't stay in your body. I was in a group, some groups, I do groups all the time. And so if you want, know more about it, go, go to the link at the back of this at, at the end or nancymass.com or whatever. Anyway, I do a lot of groups and I do it like um, Zoom, whatever. And I, I was doing a group and this, and it was 15, it was a class. That's what it was. Somebody else class, they asked me to come in and I was looking at one lady and she was going, her body flesh was here and, but she was going, <laughs> I said, would you sit still please? She says, I am. And I was like, I was trying to be polite. And I says, well, why don't you sit still? And what I was seeing was a silhouette of her person slip one way and then the other. And I, I know, okay, one of these days I'm going to have a pair of glasses on. I'm struggling. <laughs> I spent so much time on my computer that last year, not only do I need glasses for driving now, at my age, now I need it for the computer. And I was looking at her and I went, wow. And I and I realized she was slipping her spirit. She was so gifted, so um, talented. She wasn't aware. And so when I see that on people slip in and slip out, I realize that they might be very empathic. I mean, the ultimate, ultimate. Because if they are already doing it, <laughs> like and it was almost distracting because i was giving readings to the other 15 people and i went oh i have to talk to this one about this and i addressed it and she did claim that she had a really hard time concentrating mm -hmm. so how many of you take a drive to work every day you get in the car honey you rip that thing up and the minute you have the driveway also in your work you get on the freeway also in your work yep honey you're not home automatic response on our body. You know, you can get up and do the same thing every day, blindfold, because you know how far it is to the bathroom, to the kitchen. We get used to a pattern. And so when that pattern comes, oh, this is so boring. You are gone. So where are you? <laughs> what time zone? So most of the time people are thinking of things and they could be thinking of the past. I was very careful to speak to the groups off and on over the years. I, 
kind of nutty. I like science stuff, technical stuff. In fact, I'm always telling my son who, uh, aeronautical engineer, would you do this? I've invented something else. Well, I don't think I'm inventing. What I think I'm doing is picking up things that are going to happen in the future. And everybody, please, if someone's engineer wants to take on a project, I get, they come and go all the time. Do you know that there were three people at one time inventing the light bulb? Like, really? It, it knowledge is out there. And then people like me pick it up. And so I have all these inventions going float in my eyes and my head. So when you're driving and you lose contact and you're there, your body's so used to going, you can just do it. Yet your brain is allowing you to access time and you're not in your body. You're not really 100% there, right? Mm -hmm. It's not bad, I guess. I guess. Is it as bad as drinking? Oh, no, it isn't. But what, what it is, is I read a lot. I read all a lot. I love the brain. <laughs> we all have a little something wrong with our brains, really. And so I realized I was growing up, maybe I was borderline autistic. Maybe I was a borderline high-function autistic. Maybe I was ADHD a little bit. Clearly, I'm a very peaceful person. I'm a very quiet person. I like my space. But when I get excited, where's that rope and tie my ankle down somewhere? I get so excited, so exuberant. And of course, I have a lot of energy and I just can't hardly stop. I don't want to because it's exciting. So when I studied the brain, they say that all our memories are there. Hmm. When I read you, how can I pick up a past life? How can I go future when that memory hasn't been created? Oh, let me think about that, right? <laughs> what I think happens, and I've described time as in front of you unused. What I'm coming to think is that our brain has allowed you to trigger a time in the same path as I go on to a future or a past or a past life. I've done many, many, many past life regressions, and they'll be talking about, like Shard, I did her. I can, and then I said, go to Shara's show. You can see how I do this. I'm very intense because I put myself in her time and I watch her. Now think about that. How do I do that? That's because our brain has switches. And when you want a memory, you're going back to a memory. You go to that switch. You turn it on and that accesses that moment in time in used space. Same in the future. Uh, you met somebody. Oh my gosh, I do so many dating questions, right? Who's coming next? So I entered that time and I see that. That is a marked space. That brain of yours then can slip forward. And now you can remember, you can, those of you really intuitive, can go to the same place. So our brain is a function of, and this gets really quantum physics, everybody. Ta-da! <laughs> Where do you really live? Where's your brain? Where does it happen? Well, we're all electricity. Um, I got sick with Graves' disease and I almost died because my body was seeped free of the potassium. On top of that, I had radiation cancer, another mechanism that takes calcium, but potassium, I believe potassium. So we, if we don't have enough electricity in our brain, then we get muddled, right? And that would slow down uh, your being able to... Um, not remember, but access those switches that allows you to access time. I'm going to have to put these in my ear, aren't I? <laughs> so I'm going to try again while I'm talking. Uh, 
so I wrote some notes and I just wanted to, okay, so we already talked about dozing off and getting to your location. You access a memory and that memory access time. That's another form of not staying your body. Now, why am I bringing that up? Because we learn how to do that. We do it too often. You then will feel, and this is what I'm trying to, trying to make a point really, is that we do it so often that it rips us from staying in the same spot in the same time zone. <clears throat> so I literally cannot feel myself in this body at times. I feel like I'm in the wrong time zone. I feel I'm out of place, out of time and out of sync with people because I'm rarely home. Does that everybody go, oh yes, I can feel that, right? So in some ways we create that. And those of you, not saying my son because an aeronautical engineer, he's perfectly all right being who he is. But a lot of us will live our life not realizing what is wrong with us. And that is what it is. Now, I wanted to go on to some other situations. Um, saw a couple of movies lately, and I want to make sure I talked about it because <clears throat> I love this theory. What's that, Char? I'm not smoking anything, you guys. I'm just realizing how skinny I look in this, in this format. I like it. Sorry. Make <laughs> me thinner, honey. <laughs> you just can't see it from that distance. You look, you got you look good to me. I just... I have a 65 inch TV, like, like, like when I get out there and blow it up, you know, I'll be like, ah, I see myself. <laughs> I love you. Okay, so I want to bring up a couple of movies. There's so many movies on time. Like, I'm not going to talk about one tonight. It's called Butterfly Effect. Okay. And the second one, Butterfly 2, was even better than the first one. It was a group of kids that go through a mirror or something that I can't remember exactly what the name of it was. But, and if you'll be patient with me while I kind of mess with these ear things, it just, at some point, you kind of go insane with this. I know everybody. I'll have Stop to plug it. in my huh? the technology and everything that gets screwed up. We're good. I know it, right? Well, I'm not very comfortable wearing these things, but it actually is easier to hear you. In fact, I can hear you with one versus two. Um, the other night, I watched a movie called <clears throat> Arrival, Ooh. and it's based in present day. Um, and it's uh, Amy, somebody, blonde, a redheaded lady, and she's a uh, person who deals with words and language linguistic specialist and she's in a college and uh, <clears throat> people around the world have been having um, ships land not land but hover above the ground like seven different 12 different locations around the world and so they get the top uh, mathematician of the United States and her to get together to go talk to these aliens and it's amazing movie if you haven't seen it Wow. If, if nothing else, just see how they treat um, this particular alien, how they, um, you know, I love science. So I watch all the shows where people talk about the different kind of aliens are out there. Right. And this one was kind of interesting. It looked like a hand coming down. And so the, the bottom part of the body that were also the appendages for uh, talking came out. So it was a milky frosted look. And then you can't even see the top of the hand, the arm, forearm, where the head is. So anyway, Amy and this mathematician are trying to figure out a language and be the first one of all the 12 countries of the world to figure out why they're there. And what it came down to is these people had a, um, a mechanism of accessing and looking and living future. Um, 
and it was through their language. Now, I can't quite figure that out, but the mechanism, the idea is what I do every day. It, it's like a cycle. We live in a universe. We, we live in access time. And to me, it feels like a thread, which is not, you know, I could go to a place and say, oh, it's all circle, but we're not going to get silly like that. So if you see the movie, <clears throat> there is a, a glass screen between what we call the human peoples trying to figure out who they are, what they want, and the aliens. And when they put this kind of like a octopus will put, uh, well, maybe they're kind of like octopuses too. They, you know, we say, the scientists say the octopus don't belong here. They were from somewhere else on the planet. They just adapted here because there's not, the chromosomes and how they're, whatever they are is not like the rest of us. And I love that idea. Um, so it just occurred to me. So uh, one a pentacle will come out and then fingers and then uh, shoot ink and the ink creates a sentence. So they can create a thought at one time. All other thought for a whole sentence is one blast. And so the gift was to teach them, the humans, how this gift worked. Because in 3000 years, if they start using this gift now, they can help the aliens from being overtaken by the bag of aliens. Kind of heavy. But the aliens had somehow figured out how to access time is always available to everybody. And I do believe that's possible. So the, the main character, um, uh, Amy, starts having thoughts about a child yet to be born, of a husband and marriage. And then this future scenario, it's spontaneous. She's not asking for a reading. It's just happening where the child dies. And of course, what would you do if you knew that was going to happen? Would you have the child? Or would you tell your spouse if you had all knowledge? And at the end of the movie, she says, what would you do if you knew your whole life from beginning to end? And the reason I brought that up is we all have the ability to step out of the moment where we are to access our own time. I don't believe this is just me. I think people like me that have the ability to move who we are to somebody else is bizarre. I know how I'm doing it. I'm moving me because people have felt me. And they go, oh, I can feel you on my neck and my shoulders. You just hit me with your life force and they're 3,000 miles away. Hmm. Guess why would I be able to do that? I think we're here to bring up the consciousness of people. So everybody gets on this. <laughs> everybody kind of works with this. And um, and I think that what we're talking about, other place, out of time, not feeling right, is because we're becoming more alert, more aware. And those of us that are aware of what's happening to us are the ones that are more empathic or have more abilities to be able to access time. Okay, so I want to bring up a couple more people uh, thought. Um, <clears throat> uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Um, that was a great movie. And it was about aliens that come up. Another alien. Nancy, stay away from those aliens. <laughs> well, I kind of watch. So I have a movie on in the background. Sometimes I have to see a lot because when I work, it's on there and I don't have to watch it. You watch a real movie or you watch it. And I sent Char uh, uh, something today for ideas for future shows. So I want you to look at that, Char. And it was a 1985 with House of Horrors. I never watched TV, but I'd see this guy on TV. And it was kind of like a classy movie. I can have that on TV because I don't have to watch it. Right? So I do have these on TV. I, I don't go it out, but this was on Edge of Tomorrow. 
And it's about a fella that accidentally kills one of the uh, middle level aliens and he gets covered with their blue slime, right? And so he can get killed over and over and he comes back. So he figures out that he can beat the enemy at their own game by being born, uh, uh, reborn every time they kill him. He doesn't like to die. He has memories of all that. He only one has that memory. So in some ways, these aliens have figured out a way to recap and go through time. What I want you to pay attention to is how he felt. <clears throat> because he didn't like that. He didn't like to be killed over and over. But he turned him around to say, I can now control this. So if I said to you, what if you could access him? And you have, because you've told me, I was killed a certain way in a past life. I remember being abused by my husband in past life. I remember being the queen of Sheba, whatever, whatever, in past life. You're still there. You're still there because you keep accessing it. You don't realize that. You're not in your body, out of sync, out of time. You're out of time. See, so my point is, is pointing out to you, making you realize why we're not in the body. It is exhausting for you to go back 3,000 years to be the queen of Sheba. And I, I actually know, I mean, I, I can't tell the stories, right? So in some ways, I am sympathetic with you not being able to stand in your own time. I'm that way. I live in the future. And what's wrong with me with that is I feel like I'm in a, a job. Like this is what I do for the future. I'm in this body, which is not always working real well. <laughs> Sean, I talk endless hours. Like, why is it she knows all the mediums, psychic mediums she knows are kind of not the healthiest people? I'm very healthy, but I break. It's like this athletic body I've had is what gives me the energy. Getting back to my story, let's keep on track, everybody. So what happens is out of sync, out of time, we suffer from that because you don't know how to stay. Yes, I will address how to stay. Absolutely. So someone's thinking that. So what I'm, what I want to say is we're looking at the issues that cause it. You don't want to be in your car going to work. You're gone. You get to work and you go, oh my God, how did I get here? It's a wonder I didn't have an accident. When you're out of your body, you're traveling in time visiting an old bow from 10 years back or what you should have said at the store for that woman that always interferes in your conversation with everybody else. It's like you, you re-go through all this stuff in your head. You're not really in the body. People who suffer from not being able to stay in the body are kind of like dizzy. They they are feel like don't get near me. I don't know. I can't I can't associate with people. It's like they are so empathic. You know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> in some ways, we suffer. And the fella in the edge of tomorrow, he didn't like what's happening until he grappled with it and accepted it and use it to his benefit. Very big deal. Very big deal. Um, how many of you, this is not, I wrote notes, everybody. How many of you have a situation you are replaying a scene from a dream? This has happened to me. I think it's happened to everybody. And what happens is you're in a conversation or you're watching a show or you're going to do something and all of a sudden you go through a very serious deja vu. Oh, God, I know what that person is going to say. Oh, my gosh. What happens when you have a conversation with somebody 
in this deja vu and it's negative. Ooh, ooh, I wish I hadn't said that. And then all of a sudden you're reliving it. And you go, I know what that person's going to say. I'll leave my mouth. I'm not going to get myself in trouble. Or you say something that benefits a situation and not ruins it. We all have the ability. I do it, not all the time, a dream or float back and forth. It happens enough where I think what, not that I've done something wrong, everybody. I sit here and go, okay, I can tell you what's going to happen next. I know this too. <laughs> what I'm trying to point to is that not only can you float in time and go back, but we also float seconds to minutes in time. When you have a prophetic dream and the scientists say, sometimes our brain will lag and we'll live something and then our brain has to catch up. And that's what they explain as deja vu. Don't know if I agree with that. I do this for a living, everybody. I know what this is. Nothing wrong with my brain. Nothing. I'm not dragging. I'm right on top. Somebody have a talk with me. I'm, I'm a professional listener every second. Every second I'm paying attention. And I think that when we control, we go to a place of acknowledge, oh, I do that. Mm. I'm not my body. I'm not flying. Uh, I know everybody around me is thinking, oh my gosh, I know what that person's thinking about me. You <gasps> turn away. Or you're in the future dreaming about a vacation. Mm -hmm. How many have been on vacation? This happened to somebody. I, they went to Hawaii, not Yusha or somebody else. And, and they were having a really hard time adjusting. And I says, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to do your trip all over again in your mind. Oh, I can do that. Take a vacation. Yeah. And so that a man, I can't remember if it was a man or woman. I'll say a man because I think I was. Yeah, it was. Okay. So the fella, I said to him, visualize you're taking the trip. On the day you leave, I want you to be absolutely satisfied. I want you to capture your spirit. I want you to pull it to you and I want you to end your trip and I want you to get on the plane. I want you to take all your body and all your spirit and all your energy with you because honey, your flesh came home, but your spirit did not. Oh, is that what happened? I said, you're still trying to have vacation in Hawaii. Your spirit is over there on the surf or in the bar <laughs> or dancing at night. You're not in your place acknowledge that that happens and recapture your spirit and say, I'm hundred percent right here right now and pay attention. And I know a lot of you, we do this. You've heard people say, aren't you paying attention to me? No, you're not. Why aren't you? The most important second, our life is right this second. I'm a hundred percent with you people. hundred percent. Why? <laughs> because I'm older and I have, I have memory issues. I got this way off center here. So I got to keep track here. Uh, and so realizing that this is a possibility that you are here, but your thoughts and actions are the past, worrying about tomorrow, worrying about this evening, take a vacation, leaving your spirit there because you really didn't want to come home. Pull that back, baby. <laughs> Pull it back. Sometimes we have to realize and own something strange is happening. Mm -hmm. When you'd have this happen enough, and it does to me, I'm now getting more and more flashes of future. I'm not even asked for it. You do this 32 years every day. It's hard for me to want to stay home because I can go places and do things. 
Do I go into the past a lot? It doesn't do any good. It's already lived. Can't change it. Part of God's law. It's all laid out. Why go back? Rethink things. Rehash things. I am wanting to be here in the present. Only God knows when we can leave. And every moment I'm here, I'm still here. Every moment I get to talk to you, and that's why I'm doing it now, is that the freedom to be able to express this wonderful environment we live in and have you know that you can be in your body 100%. Because when you eventually leave your body, you're going to miss this. And you may look back and say, geez, too bad I was never consciously present all the time. Mm -hmm. How come I wasn't really paying attention and loving that person and dealing with this person and doing my job and doing this? Because in the moment, that's the only thing that's important. Let me go back to my notes. <laughs> I guess you know that this may be a book one of these days, all these shows, right? <clears throat> So replaying a, a scene from your dream, when that happens, remember it. And when that is played over, correct the situation because it's the universe warning you, correcting you, giving you insight, giving you an up, like for an interview. You have an interview go away and you say, gosh, I wish I said that. Start to play out and you go, oh, I remember that. I was supposed to say that. Um, Okay, there are so many more where the action of the film centers around today present actions from the past being remembered and effects of future outcomes. And the butterfly effect was one I mentioned to you. On a clear day, you can see forever was excellent. And the reason I wrote that down, um, one of my favorite movies, believe it or not, and there he says, oh, you're Barbara Streisand fan. Kind of like her singing. And she was darling when she was younger. I don't know why people don't like people. I don't care. But I find her charming as the poopers. In this one, she's very young college student and the fiance says to her we're going to meet the boss and <clears throat> my voice is going i'm really better everybody i'm almost 100 i can do sessions but when i get excited like this the voice goes hold on uh you're going to meet the boss and you can't smoke evidently in this movie as this young woman she's a prophet i think it was 63 it was filmed and so smoking was very very acceptable in the movie, he doesn't want her to smoke and have a cigarette hanging off her finger. So he sends her, he says, find a way to quit. So she goes to the college, local college. And if you watch it for another reason to look at what my years in school were like, <laughs> I was in high school and it, it styles, everything it was very fun. Anyway, she goes to class and the professor, uh, it's a French actor, because I can't remember the name now. Is hypnotizing a young man in the audience, and guess who get hypnotized with him? So that was her goal: was to go to somebody, have him hypnotize her to quit smoking. Well, he ends up hypnotizing her in his office, and he makes a mistake of saying to her, "Go, go here, go there," and all of a sudden she flips back to the 17th century, and the woman of that era he falls in love with. He has an emotional affair with her. It did affect her in this lifetime when she found out that he wasn't present with her. He was present with a woman of who she had been. Mm -hmm. It almost destroyed her. So he convinced her to come back. He hypnotizes her and he had the forethought to think through, are we a cat together as a couple? Oh, yes, in 50 years. 
Well, that must mean they die in the next 10 years. And at 20, she was pretty young. <laughs> and so he had her leave. And he was now going to live the rest of his life in a future time zone. Is that a bad thing? I think sometimes we access a past life too often and not negative because Char learned a lot with her past life and she's accepted it. But I've not heard her say, I lived that life because I liked it better. I remember that life. I prefer to be there. What happens is you're not present here. When you're not present here, you miss out on life. And so the goal with you tonight, and we can talk about all kinds of things. Uh, oh. I, the one aspect of this I, I have not talked about, fear. When this happens to you, what level of fear do you have? Are, and this happened to me. I was one of the trips to move the house up there. I, I did over a couple of years because <laughs> it was just me. And it was a hot day and I fell out of my body. And my body was there and I felt odd because I fell into a space that wasn't here. It was not time past, not time future. It was not now because I could see my body to my left. I had fallen from the waist over. I was on my way out and I knew it. Did I have fear? Not for the first four or five seconds, but at the five second mark, I went, <laughs> oh, poop, I'm going to be stuck here. And Char and I talked about it and we aligned it with the idea of the Bermuda Triangle. There was a young man and his father who went Bermuda Triangle in the 70s. And they went through a vortex of swirling um, cloudy, a dull, beige, puffy environment swirling. And they ended up getting to the destination from the Bahamas to Florida and a half hour quicker. I entered that space. Fear did get me because all of a sudden it occurred to me, I don't know how I got here. How do I get back? By thinking it, I did. So when we have these situations, you can off you, off center you, by you being not stuck there, the outcome you are afraid, you're afraid. One of my favorite, really scary, not talking the exorcist, but one of the psychological trauma things that get to you, the original, the body snatchers. Oh, come on. You've got to know that one. And it, Sutherland, Donald Sutherland was in it and a whole bunch of people you would watch. And that it's the idea that our body can be taken over that sometimes we don't have control. So if you went to sleep in that movie and a pop was near you, honey, you were gone forever. You're just gone. And I think sometimes we have an innate fear of losing one's consciousness or not spirit, but our grounding. We want to be sure that we know who we are. And sometimes an innate fear of unknown magnitude can sweep over us. Say, say, um, trying to look, think of an example real quick here. Um, you flitter in and out of your body and all of a sudden you realize what you're doing and it startles you and jars you. One well, remember back to the edge of tomorrow, that fella, he didn't like what's happening to him. He learned to control it, accept it, control it and use it. Remember when things like this happen, accept it. Think how it feels to be able to control it. When you have a sense of what it feels like, you can ask for that again. So when I started doing these really longer readings or more in depth, 
probably the first six months I was in this. Like I said, in 84, talking to my little friend, I predicted a murder. And that was six years before I got in this professionally, before I even got divorced after cancer. I had all this life happen to me, but I had this situation. And that was not the only wow, wow thing that happened to me. I was kind of like oozing this stuff. Um, once I learned that, once I accepted it, and I did read a and she now she died in late 70s. I read her book of her life. She was a newspaper person and she was very articulate. I really liked her. And I read her book and I realized that she was okay with it. So am I. And the minute I said that, I went, I'm curious of what else I can do. So when you think you're out of control with these things, you're in and out of your body all the time. Feel what that feels like. When it happens, just go relax and go, what I'm present in this moment with this action. You can recreate that when you do it enough. So when I started really realizing, oh, I move my body, energy from my body, and I can do readings, I learned how it felt for that to happen. So when you feel somebody, you're thinking you're doing your life. And <clears throat> the lady that called me, I've been thinking of her for about a week. I mean, I need to catch up on phone calls, right? And she had been thinking of me. So which one zapped the other one to think, that a phone call was necessary, that we needed to catch up. Um, so I learned how that felt. Oh, I know what it feels like to move my body. Can do that real quick. Just let it go. When I want to see a spirit person, instead of a thread going to somebody and wrap around the shoulders to enter time, I go to their shoulders and I poof like that, like a, a cloud of um, not smoke, but something similar like, poof. And I brand, I move out and I let the spirit people have a little bit of my life force so they can zoom up a little bit and let me see them. Very tiring. But I had to learn the mechanism of, con of not being afraid, of accepting, learn what it felt like so I could use it to my benefit. So all these things I talked about and I talked quick because I hope we're going to get some questions here. I talked you can go back to this and listen to it over and over. I call, I talked about a lot of, let me see if there's no, seems like I have more notes here. That's okay for now. Um, I wanted to really address this because I realized that even though I do this, I talk to people who are also suffering, had a client a few weeks back and oh my gosh, uh, she was, and I did tell her this. So let me know who you are. Remind me. <laughs> I apologize for not remembering everybody. She suffered from a past life that was intrusion, was an intrusion on her present life. And I, I started telling her the things that she was suffering from. Oh my God, I heard her take a breath. It was a woman. And I says, you have an intrusion of a past life in this lifetime. It's bleeding into you, all the issues. So you can't capture today's Put my hand down, Nancy. You can't capture what's happening today with you because what happened in the past is bleeding into this life. Out of place, out of time, you don't feel like you belong. All the same topic. Mm -hmm. And once I started telling her, it made sense to her. Like, you don't have to suffer. Enjoy. Oh, that's a past life. How many people get to say that? Mm -hmm. How many people are suffering out there not knowing that we really do survive? I had a client the other day and she called and she had both her parents side. I started describing, she had a car accident and the father put his hands on her face. Great 
big hands. I started describing these hands in the body, very emotional. Then I described the mother. The mother wore face powder and she had fuzz on her face, white skin. I couldn't have got that if I didn't touch mom too. I went to the time of the accident, backed up in this woman's time, touched dad, touched her, could see that she was saved from serious injury because dad had his hands on her. Happens all the time. I just confirmed for her because she kind of knew. Mm -hmm. That you can control. Now, if I hadn't gotten these readings, if God hadn't sent to the universe, the divine, he, she who controls and, and guides all, whoever's in charge. I wasn't that day. I wanted to work for him, for her, for it, the divine. Because I, I was, I knew, I was told on my birthday, April, see, April 30th, 1990, that I was going to live from cancer. At the moment, I was going to live. You know, they said, if you survive, survive another 15 years, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But I, for that time being, I realized I was going to. And the universe directed me to the spirit of grace. Now, if I hadn't already been in a place of acknowledging that I could feel and have a sense of the universe touch me, I would have not paid attention. But it was already there. And so when you start learning what it feels like to have these happen to you, Yes, you are afraid, just like the body statures. You're not in control. Like someone's taken my body over. Who is it? What is it? Can I not have my own space? Can I not live in this moment and be here with you guys? What if that happens to you when you're hugging up babies or grandchildren? You want to be present all the time, and most of us are not. Most of us. Can you believe that? Yeah, I believe it. Because when I talk to people, I can tell them. And the ones I think is suffering, I always bring it up. So I know I talked a lot. I hope I answered some questions. Char, did I cover everything? What do you think? Did you anything pop into your head? We got 15 minutes. No, actually, yes, you did very well with it. Um, it's not a topic most people would think about, but no. the word, and, and other people probably talk about it. I don't watch people who do these kind of talks too much. Um, I have, I'm busy enough. But the thing is, is that this is a topic not as interesting. Let's talk. When, when, we're going to do a show on what about ghosts. I'm going to title it that. I could talk all night about ghosts, but this is the thing that controls us. Mm -hmm. And and one of the things that happened was a client that needed me to help her ground herself and be present in this life at this time. And so it's not a topic that just pops into everybody's head. I don't even know how many people do talk about it. I wouldn't even know. But I've been doing this so long every day, everybody. If it's not a client, it's my friends. <laughs> and it happens. Char calls me up too. And we just did one a couple of days ago and spent 15, 20 minutes. So it's every day I'm working this. Every day. And after so long, there's no foo-foo, fluffy words with me, everybody. It's just what it is. This well, is how I live. Well, what I can tell you guys is when it does happen... Everything around you shuts down. You don't see anything that's happening around you. When it happened to Marisa and I, it was Marisa that was in the car with me. To me, it looked like this tunnel, a weird tunnel. And then the next thing I know, I'm on the freeway when, like, like, like when I was eight or nine. Um, that I want to explore because I remember us talking about that. Did your friend driving with you, Maurice, you said, did she yeah. see the Ivy or was just you? Uh, I don't remember. Maurice, did you see the Ivy too? Because I do 
we will talk about time slips. Yeah. That will be a whole show. I'm just wondering if she saw the Ivy. I know when we got out of it and I looked over at her, I said, look, there's no city lights anymore. And she says, well, what, what, what was that? And I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm curious what uh, your friend will say, yeah. because that could have been a slime, a time slip. And I, I would like to explore that some, sometime, maybe a little more, have people write in stories to you so we can discuss them. Yeah. Because, um, so, so I'll share a story. I was, uh, A Course of Miracles came out in the mid eighties. And I was very interested in The Course of Miracles. And during the class, it was in Loomis. We had a group and we read it and then we discussed it. And it was very enlightening. It was the first time I've ever done anything like that. And there was a retired military man. And I don't know why he chose me to tell me. Maybe he sensed that energy that people say intuitives have soft. I want to talk to you. And he was he suffered most of his adult life with time slips. And these are two, at least one example. Now I'll give both of them to you. <laughs> so he was uh, visiting a friend and he lived in an apartment complex and the friend lived upstairs. And in the parking lot, there was a, a wall between this complex and that complex. And so there was apartment complex here with the wall. And then as he was about to turn into the knock on the door, there was one on the other side. And uh, somebody was getting rid of a rug. And the rug was, so they started at the top and the, in, I remember this so clearly, it's crazy. Um, the parking lot to the dumpster had a slight incline. Mm -hmm. And as he got down to the dumpster, that rug was so big that he was gonna, he was gonna fall over and get hurt. So this very tall, lanky, very dignified ex-military guy, he said, I, I was so distressed watching this man knowing that this heavy rug was going to fall on him because he had been on an incline starting and was not going to be safe. He was there with the guy, just like that. And he says, I was holding that rug in a second, just like my life force. And the word would be teleportation or a time slip. Like in some ways, he got down the stairs, went around through the gate, got into the next complex in one second. Isn't that amazing? So we're going to lose time. So that's a whole show. And I do have stories of people who shared with me those kinds of things. And it's, um, I'm thinking of a family member had one too. I'm trying to capture it in this time zone. Yes, she saw everything just as I saw it at the same time. So many of you have seen on YouTube a channel that talks and shares stories. And there is a, um, I don't have it in front of me. I'll have to look for it if we do talk about that. People who suffer from time slips or take pictures of, pictures have been taken of people that look like the hole in a cell phone. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing. People try, time traveled. You can do it automatically with our bodies. And people have done that. Uh, there was a car of people who were going through the countryside of England. And all of a sudden, they found themselves in a, a village. And everything was really cheap. The food was great. The bedding was strange. The mattress wasn't real. It was kind of strawy. And they left and they went to the destination. When they came back, the village had disintegrated almost to shrambles. And what happens, they entered a time loop situation. Um, 
Brigadoon covered that. Yeah, you think of Brigadoon, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so Brigadoon talks about that sort of thing, but it isn't necessarily. And um, oh, the main character did stay. He fell in love with a girl, and he went and stayed there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Oh, they ended up because they, they only woke up every hundred years or whatever. One day every hundred years. So he woke up, That's, especially for him when he went back. Yeah, it's um. Blah, blah, blah. I I'm not sure if I want to do that, um. But yet we're not given that choice. If we're given the choice that that choice at that moment. I'm not. I want to stay present because this is where I'm at. You know, and so being present is not always a good thing. Those of you who are not happy in the present time will create a scenario so you're always not present it sounds strange for me to say it like that because it's it's kind of like talking with your tongue in your cheek kind of a thing but in some ways it is what's been happening we are not present our body we're not present with our partner we're not present in school we're not present in our job we're always floating somewhere else thinking somewhere else and our brain quantum physics comes in you think about a situation or whatever you're not here you're there reliving something you can't fix in the past or hoping and wishing something for the future and well, you're trying to get there go ahead char those dreams you have when you're somewhere else in your dream and it's so it's so strong you know that, that you believe so much in your dream that you're there that when you wake up from that dream you're looking around your room trying to figure out where you're at you're there you're not yeah. necessarily home and then you're longing for that dream to come back. You're longing for something you can't have in that moment. Or the dream comes to futrition a few years down the way. You go, oh, I've already been here. <laughs> I've, lived, I've lived the last 10 years with this trip in my head. <laughs> so it's very interesting, just like with, with what happened to us. Was, I mean, it looked like... like and fear came like rushing movie. in. It wasn't like the show Quantum Leap or anything like that. It was like a, it was like a tunnel, you know. Like sometimes those guys that go through the Bermuda Triangle, not yeah. only describe the fog, but they describe like a tunnel that they uh -huh. see, and the tunnel swirling. So it's right. like we went in a swirling tunnel and we came out, and everything looked like it did back in the back in the seventies. Right. Was it and in the seventies? Oh, yeah, I was, hey, I'm not saying how old I am. I was of age in the seventies, so to say to be able to to be small enough to fit in the back of a hatchback. We'll just say that. <laughs> And be laying it on the back of the So, <laughs> so yeah. And 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 then when we came out of it, it was instantaneous. You're lucky. Mm -hmm. How many people have gone missing? That's yeah. the other one. I do enjoy uh, missing four one one. And so, uh, yes. Uh, what's his first? What's that show? Yeah, missing four one one. Yeah, but the guy uh, ex uh, police uh, detective. Uh, right. And they talk about people walking in the forest, a trail of people in a row. And the one in the front on one back just disappears. I kind of, I want to, there's a couple of theories. I think they are having um, Bigfoot encounters, but I want to also be cautious because I think they're, I, I'm almost afraid to say this. I believe that there's UFO activity and that there's a slippage in time or they're walking through something that puts them from this dimension into their dimension. There's a few scenarios. And remember I said, body snatchers, if that, if you think about that movie and I had, I, I saw it come up on TV. I didn't want to watch it because of all things that really does kind of get to me. 
thing about these guys that are missing though is that they find them eventually, but usually they're like not all of them. Not all of them. Yeah. I'm just saying, but they'll, you know, they don't have their shoes on, or it's something weird like that. You know, like the one hiker up in Montana or wherever it was, and and he had gone camping with his buddies, and they were hunting, and he ended up like miles and miles away, and they actually, they actually found his backpack like about maybe about uh, 15 yards from this on, on this ranch. He, he, well, he did and then he got up, and this is like almost in winter, and he was up in the snow, and he had taken his boots off. Now, you got to remember when people go into hyperthermia, it is painful to wear the clothes so people take it off. What doesn't r- roll with me on that one is these two yeah. and three and four year olds who take their clothes off and fold them yes. and their shoes. I had children, everybody. They don't do that. They, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not folded and put, and then the child's body is found all over the place. No, there's something else going on. The thing, too, where, you know, they do all the searching. Yeah, uh-huh. there's no, there's nothing there, and then somebody will be walking by in the same area, and find it, and find them. One of his cases, I love his. I listen to him, because uh, I do all kinds of stuff, and I have that on background. Um, one of the cases was this young child um, mm-hmm. disappeared, and they kept searching the same area over and over, and then one day, they were on the same path, a tree had been knocked down, and the child's body. Looked like he was asleep on the trunk of it, was right there so they could see him. Yeah. That doesn't flow with me. The child would not have turned over that tree, knocked it to the ground, and be dead at the same time. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah. Something well, else is involved. Going on, either that or, and I'm not going to, well, I might as well see. We got off dead. topic here. We're supposed to be talking about not dead, but little babies being dead on the trail. Five minutes, hell. You know, um, <laughs> You know, and then like the government, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what what testies they're doing on stuff either. So, who knows? Yeah, like, well, we're not really off topic because we're talking about like like time displacements, and maybe that's what's T- time displacements. One of my favorite, one of the topics I think is really curious, very interesting to talk about because you sit around and you just analyze it, and there's too many answers. Um, it can't be this fixed by saying you're not in your body, huh? She says maybe it's fairies. Fairies? Um, There are stories. There are stories, stories, yes. States where little kids are taken in by fairies. Doesn't explain a 250 pound man. No, no, but the stories are weird because the kids that have gotten away from them describe, because normally once once they're taken by the fairies, they they don't come out. They either get converted or something happens to them, but that's the key. The fairies don't want them to talk about them. But the ones that have been released... Have to, that, that, that have come back to the parents have had these stories about going underground with these little people. Oh, I've heard stories. Yes, mm-hmm. and, you know, and stuff, and, and they're they're feeding them and all this, and then for some reason, they decide to let them go. Like this one guy, this one kid went down with the with the little girlfriend. The girlfriend ended up staying, and he got released for some reason. He that what? He got the girlfriend stayed and what? He got released, and the, and the oh. girlfriend stayed. So who knows? I just read something locally about. Um... Me too. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, his tail was. Hi, honey. <laughs> That's Joe. Hey, Joe. Um, everybody saw the point. There was just an article um, I read just recently, or was on coast to coast. Someone taken um, had heard fairies talking, or had heard voices. Of course, what language are they in? 
And yeah. I do believe it's possible that only some locations on the planet have it. Like they talk about Scotland and Ireland. Well, why not? Who says they have to be on every continent? You're not going to find fairies in the middle of Sahara. What? Um, something you guys may not know about is uh, we got called out to an investigation in Rockland during COVID. And started, and it had to do a couple of kids had autism on this investigation. And they were saying that they were hearing voices coming from underneath their house. <laughs> and mischievous stuff was happening. Stuff would get picked up and moved around. Cabinets would open by themselves. Stuff would move around in this What were the kids, general, in their room? Believe it or not, guys, it turned out it was fairies on this oh, property. Oh, wow. You, yeah. Did you tell me that? I told you that. Okay, I was like, you know, you know, my team, you guys, I trust you implicitly. I trust your abilities and what you do. But coming to me with, oh, it's fairies, and I'm and I'm going. (laughs) I I see your head skeptic. It turned out it's fairies. That's the voices that they were hearing, because you could hear the fact I picked one up. Oh, did the the children bring that energy to them? Yeah, I'm gonna have to get the EVPs done. You know, you get that one EVP I got. That's very, very. It's not a really good one, but you can actually hear the little voice coming out. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I don't remember that. Because the house had a crawl space, and so there's no way anybody could be under there or anything. But we definitely heard voices talking in the corner of this house. Little voices. But you can understand them, right? There wasn't, they were not speaking English. What the hell? What the heck they were speaking? (laughs) Fairy folk language. Fairy folk language. I love that. Did they have a toddler? Was it child really young? They were, I think the kids were probably six and seven. Feels like the they youngest were, one pulled them. The yeah. youngest one had abilities that kind of directed what was happening they around them. them and the father said that they'd be sitting on the couch and they'd see them up like on the ceiling, you know, floating around. Oh. So it was kind of cool, you know. But we, but but the agreement was that the, that, that was fair, the fairy's land and they didn't want them to do any major changes on the land. And the guy agreed it, agreed to it, you know, and they were just going to all live happy, happy, happy together. So I'm trying to keep my cat calm. This guy has figured out he can jump up on the table here and he gets right in front of me and he's not little. <laughs> it's, it's a little scary. <laughs> so if you see me reaching over, it's to keep him calm. Do I close the door? Nah, gets the air flowing in the house. So I'm, so, I'm apologizing for the noise of him. So, so um, you know, there's a thing it, for cats. Last night I was giving water to my my, my two tom cats, uh-huh. and the one that felt so friendly decided I had the water bottle like in the because I haven't been in an enclosure. I have dogs and birds, right? So they're in an enclosure, big enclosure, guys. They can play, and that one was swiping at my hand. It never does that. And then this morning when I got up, it wanted to be petted and loved this stuff, which was like, okay, maybe you realized you were a hole last night. It's an animal thing. It's an animal thing. I don't think they can capture an incident night before yeah. and then carry it through. I don't think they carry grudges. He, I'm not sure. Like, huh? like four times and I said, what, the, you know, what do you think you're doing? And then he got back like this, you know, but he never swipes me. Anyway, we've been on an hour. See how quick that goes? That was, that was really fast. Was there any other questions or anything in this chat room? Get us up a question. Or are you also mesmerized? You're just kind of sitting there drinking your water. 
Did I talk too fast, everybody? I could stretch it out, but I didn't think I should. I know it's Friday. I know. I know. I know. It's Friday. I, I like this show. I think Friday night is kind of fun. People can listen to it later on. And, and it's relaxing. I, I look forward to this a lot. And everybody, I hope you're enjoying us. Give a thumbs up. And if you have stories. Huh? Says we do, Susan says we do awesome. We are, yeah. Who Who is that? Yeah. Yeah, we got it going on. We got it going on. So what do you guys think of the format? You guys like that backdrop thing? I, I love the, the ghost thing. Let's do that all, all October for sure. Yeah, got ghosties in the back. I love that. Are you kidding? I've been having my epiphanies, you know, late at night again. Maybe I should try this. That's how I am. It was very fun, Char. Very fun. fun. It was fun. Well, Monday. anything? Huh? Monday, Ann Bender's going to be here talking about Oh. Well, we're going to be talking psychic again Monday. Ann Bender is going to be here talking about how she goes about uh, doing investigations when she's on site. So it's going to be interesting to hear her talk. because It's always nice to hear a different perspective, how people do their stuff. In fact, what's interesting is I'm going to make sure she talks about the Brookdale Lodge because Brookdale Lodge is kind of like the haunted house at Disneyland. You know, they talk about <laughs> this 998, what was it, Disneyland? 999 ghosts at Disneyland. And there's room for one more, right? I've never heard that. Brookdale, yeah, that's the whole thing at the end. You know, when they say, well, there's there's always room for one more here. And that's why at the end. The, oh, uh, so you could join them, huh? Yeah, you just hurry back, right? You could join them, yeah. So the Brookdale Lodge um, has, I, I believe, it's like 99, 99 to 100 ghosts. So there may be more. Oh, and where's yeah. that? Where Where is that? It's near Santa Cruz. Okay, okay. So that's what's interesting is when we, we did go to the Brooks. Oh, here we go. We got a question. Hang on. Let, let me shut up a second here. Let me finish up the question. But um, that's what I was wondering how, a, how a, a medium or psychic goes into a building like that and how they handle that many entities, especially Anne and I. Um, we, we have hmm. a similar energy. So they all come. Towards, <laughs> all come oh, goody. <laughs> There's a conga line behind me, you know. And that's how she, her energy, we have a similar energy level. So I was really worried about her in a way going into this place because they're all like former gangsters. <laughs> you know, you, you know, this was a place, you know, where, where, where they were moving booze through during Prohibition. You know, so, yeah, so so that's what we're going to talk about is how you had, when somebody gets from a building like that in a situation, how does a medium who's so lit up, that's the word I'm going to use, is lit up, handles that when they're all coming towards you, you know, at once. I think that would be kind of, have you been there before? Did you say? I have. I've been there twice. Hmm. Okay. So the question is, how can you tell when a past life is bleeding into your current life? Oh, good question. I love, excuse me. That's a good question. Go on one for uh, that one. Thoughts are not necessarily not yours, but your thoughts are tainted. Say you, um, cause this comes up. Say you're a dating lady. And yet you've never had trauma or drama in your life, but you are very prejudiced against certain things happening. And with the person you're dating, that's a, that's a symptom of a blade through. Another one was a young man. And I've told this story, but I love it. I was entertaining some groups of people in the old Placerville up the 
toward going more east to the town. And so the building was all made of rock. It was a mine inside on the bottom. So the upstairs was just for conference and a restaurant. And so I had maybe 15, 20 people in there. And this lady to my left and her teenage son was sitting there. And all of a sudden I looked at the boy and his spirit wanted me to address his issue. And this is what took me off is I became him in that past life, drowning in the belly of a big ship. And I was, I was drowning. I was floating, but these big wooden boxes were coming too close to him. He was patting them as though he could keep them away. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I am sorry about this cat. He's just ugh, hitting me with his head. And yeah, anyway, so he, I said to him, I think you're suffering from a bleed through from a past life. And what has happened is that you drowned in a past life. So mom, if I looked at the young man, he looked like 15, 17 years old. I said to her, if you were to tell me he doesn't like taking a shower, he's afraid of water, but he can swim in the ocean. That's a bleed through. That's affecting him from that life into this life. Well, they both threw up their hands and she said to me, I can never take a shower. He won't take a bath, but he's, he's on the Olympic swim team. And he, so he goes swimming every day in the Olympic sized pool and he's on the swim team. He can be in open water as long as nothing's close to him. You get him close in a uh, tight space. He can't handle it because that bleed through is affecting him. So, and as I said that, I looked at him, I says, young man, now you know what caused that. That's a past life. You don't have to worry about drowning. You are not going to drown in this life. I said more to that, I was soft with him. I says, your spirit wanted me to tell you that you're suffering. It is not your problem in this life. It's from the past. It was like I felt a wave. Ooh, goosebumps. Oops, oops. It gave me goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah, because I realized years later, I look back and I go, if she hadn't come that night, so there's no mistakes, everybody. Maybe he was going to get on the Olympic team. Maybe he had to travel and be in hotels and take a shower somewhere else mm-hmm. in a closed space. Maybe it would affect his entire life. And 10 minutes with me on that one event, mm-hmm. that's not you this lifetime. You don't have to suffer anymore. <gasps> my God, the mother's eyes got big as saucers. She just almost yelled at me. Oh my God, you can't take a shower. You're just like, and the boy was sitting there like, <laughs> hit me between the eyes with the truth mama (laughs) it can really affect us past life and past life intrusions of another person too Uh have you not been somewhere where all of a sudden you just have to be near them or you repelled you can't be near them and you'd say what in the world is that about well that's a past life intrusion somehow your spirits cross paths absolutely don't always know it could be your life force touching them and his Life force told you to stay away because in this life you had a reaction with somebody else, the same life force until you know, you don't know, but the young man who drowned in the belly of a big wooden ship, clearly that was a bleed through. That's one example. Okay. Another, another question. Anything else? That's it. That's all that's in there. Okay. Go ahead. ahead. Closing up early. Wow. (laughs) No, we're right on time. It's 739. I love it. Look at that. You did good, honey. You guys are going to see some different formatting on the show now. I'm proud. I'm playing around with things, and I want your opinion. That's the key. I'm doing this stuff, like with the. Hold on a second. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. We got another question. 
every time I start to talk, I'm, I'm starting to get assaulted here. Well, they're trying to think of questions. Every time I open my mouth, I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing you guys. It's insulting. No. <laughs> Can an animal spirit jump another? Oh, jump into another animal? I I wouldn't know that. I I do believe in reincarnation of animals. Absolutely. Right. I have three people that are in my life that have had situations where that animal has come back. And in fact, one of the people just got another puppy and this puppy acts exactly like the one that she had 10 years ago. Same mammarism, uh, smart as a whip, shouldn't, should not be able to do what it, he does. She does rather, you see, he does. He is doing things he shouldn't do at this age. But the other dog, same memory, and I do believe they come back, they can. Just like people can. In the same family, even. All right. Okay. So I'm going to be doing, well, not tonight, though. Starting Sunday, I'm going to be doing some different formatting things. As you can see, we just did this backdrop thing that, that I thought was kind of cool. I, I, I kind of stole the idea from another show. That's what I did. All do. right. All right. But uh, I'm going to be doing some other things similar. But you guys will see how, you know, next week. But I want your feedback on it. Do you like it? Do you hate it? You know, that's the key. I thought, it's all about you guys and well and, and, and what the viewer likes. You know, I mean, I, I can sit there like, like something until I'm blue in the face, but it doesn't go over well, you know, with my viewers. So I want to know the input from you guys, what you like as I start to. Oh, like, how can someone not like this? The little ghosties. <laughs> more professional and more fun, you know, for the third season of the show. So. Yeah, we're definitely we're, we're definitely going to step this up again. You know, I, I can't wait for Christmas. We're going to have Christmas <laughs> ornaments here. <laughs> stepped it up a lot this year, and uh, you know, even my interview style got better and better this year. You know, so I, I stepped all that up. So now we're working on the presentation. That's what we're working on. It, right everything now. takes time. Every yeah. get used to a process. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to step this up a little bit. Anyway, I want to thank Nancy. She's oh, she's always there. Hello, Nancy. Hello. Bye, Nancy. But uh, yeah. and again, Monday and Van Bender is going to be with us. We're going to be talking about the psychics on site because it's a whole. It's one thing to do uh, remote reads. It's another thing when a psychic gets on site and has to deal with what whatever is there, you know, with the client and everything. So it should be an interesting talk with her. And of course, Sunday I'll be reading from Anna Marie Manalo's book about the haunted antiques. That's scary. I never want to shop again. I'm telling you. <laughs> I tell you, thrifting has become the number one sport of America. Oh, and you think to yourself, you know, if that's so, I wonder how many people are getting the, you know, taking something home. Huh? We're, we're business for us. <laughs> I don't want to think of it like that. You know, so he's yeah, gone. So. Yay. <laughs> Joe left. It's wearing me out. Trying to keep him quiet. <laughs> so, yeah. So Sunday, of course, will be reading day, and then Monday, Anne will be with us. We've got an interesting week next week, and then we start October. In October, we've already I've already booked like oh, three yeah. people, and we're gonna we're starting to book October. And again, we're 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 trying to come up with a with a cool event, you know, because uh, we could always use uh, I don't say use the money, but there's equipment <laughs> you know, now that we're getting the team back out in the field. Even though I have new equipment, some of my old equipment has to be replaced. And it used to be when we did big conferences. That's where that money went, was back to replace, you know, dead equipment. So I have to do that in October because that's the month everybody's hyped on ghosts. And, you know, so we're going to be, I'm going to be figuring something out that people can, that you guys can attend, you know. And, you know, it won't be real expensive either, okay. I'll, I'll be cool about it. 
you know, I'm not going to worry about that. Maybe raffle tickets. Maybe we'll give away stuff with raffle tickets. I don't know yet. So I'm just throwing this stuff together. I'm working on the California Haunts website. We're throwing that together. That's going to have a new look. And I've got people helping me with that from the team. So that's going to have a whole new look. So we're kind of, we're not, not whole, whole new, but we're, we're making things more user-friendly and just, just a different look to get things started again and get things rolling. So it's going to get interesting here. So <laughs> hopefully, you, know, uh, you can also ask the audience, they're yeah. listening, both of us, you know, we would like to be able to help you out also. Is there an activity where they wouldn't mind paying a few dollars for a webmar or have me come back on to readings or something or some of your guests maybe they have ideas of somebody they want to hear besides us right. i mean right i sent you a link today of somebody i thought was very curiously very curious very interesting yeah. yeah so you know give us ideas what you want us to present or questions for me what would you like me to talk about or if you have an idea that you want to do that you wouldn't mind paying a little money for to help shower yeah. out yeah, something to help us out a little, you know, help me out a little bit. Yeah. But uh, you know, I love all you guys. You followed me from the beginning. I mean, you've been there. I mean, two, two years going on three. Oh, my God. You, know, you guys have been there. And you've been great. Even, you know, even my artists, my, my people out in the world. I'm going to say in the world because now we're being heard heard all over the place. All over the place. Isn't it's that really fun. fun? It's fun to see the map, you know. And uh, it, it, uh, I get a kick out of going to the map, like, at the end of the week to, to see where people are listening from. It's so fun. I even show Nancy. I'll send Nancy Matt clips. Uh, my Nancy. first page, um, if you go to nancymats.com, scroll all the way down the bottom. I have a map of the of the world, and there, when people call me from different countries, a little light shows up. Probably the same with you. Yeah. And I I really do like looking at that. I don't know That's how far fun. back it goes. I think it's only for a few months, or a yeah. year, or something. But you, it's amazing to think where you reach. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I to see. love that. Thank you guys yeah. from around the world. Yeah so much military so, probably kids um, in uh, countries for sure it's friday so we're going to be going into fall and then we're going to go to christmas the holidays are coming and uh, that went quick that was a quick summer but anyway i want to thank you i want to thank you guys for coming tonight i really appreciate each and every one of you and uh yeah i think that just about wraps it up tonight i've got to work on some content for tiktok oh yeah let me tell you where you can find me you can not only find me on facebook under my name plus california haunts which is all over facebook under various topics. You can find me over on Instagram because I'm trying to build up my Instagram as well. I am Ghosty Gal on Instagram. You can find me over on Instagram. And TikTok, we are California Haunts. So if you want if, if you want to get yourself a TikTok, we have teasers for these videos and everything sitting over there. Plus I get to do I get to use my acting chops. So I get I, to do yeah, I get to do comedy and stuff over there, which is something I'm, I'm not on Instagram? On uh, Instagram and TikTok, yeah. Ghosty girl. Ghosty gal. Okay. Yeah, over there. So that's where you that's where you guys can find me. Of course, Twitter, we're, we're Cal Haunts on Twitter. It's hard to remember all these things. <laughs> do you but, not uh, listen below? Huh? Do you listen on the Yeah, I do. Page? So I'm that's what you, you could huh? You know what I got you guys? I'm going to listen below, but I'm going to show you something. Even I get confused, okay? So um, what I have is, this is just for my guests, but I'll show you what I have. Just like any good news person, I have a couple of these charts here. See? Yeah. And that tells me who's going to be on. And then I have one up on the wall with all my websites on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the radio is CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. So 
if you need to contact us for ghost hunting or anything like that, that would be the best way to do it through, through CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. Okay, anyway, that's it for me tonight, and I think that's it for Nancy tonight. And I'll show you guys Nancy's contact information, and we're going to bug out of here. Got things to do, people to see. Good night, everybody. It's been fun. I've got irate cats, too, waiting on me. The cats finally <laughs> left. I've got cats screaming in the other room. Here's Nancy's info, and we've got websites, nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com, the N, M, and A is capitalized, and youtube.com, nancymatspsychic, with the N, M, and P capitalized. And, of course, we have our books, Help Get Me Out of This Funk, Nancy Matz. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills. And The Unwilling Sacrifice. And Amazon, of course. Where else, right? <laughs> it's good. Okay, well, I'm going to sign Nancy off. Goodbye. Okay, there was Nancy. Boop, just like that. <laughs> so I'll see you guys on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Have a great evening. Goodbye. <laughs>